when things get wacky throughout the day, stresses arise, I have better coping mechanisms, I think, from the meditation where I can say, okay, this is happening. Let me just take a breath. And it just, I think it's a really interesting way to self-soothe as an adult in a positive way that feels so simple, it's mind-blowing. Welcome to another episode of As Woo Woo As You Want with Celine and the lovely, charismatic, delightful Jeremiah. Oh, I didn't say any. I know it just felt right. I just, I just wanted to do it. I just wanted to do it. You Thank didn't need you. to do it. You didn't need to do it. Thank you. I also, I just noticed your green shirt. Yes. It's a good vibe. You know, springtime, liver time. Green is the color of the liver. You just knew. You just knew intrinsically. I like that. You know, green, when I was a kid, was my favorite color. Really? It was. Huh. Like that kind? Like forest green? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I... For some reason, I started liking blue more, but I'm kind of going back to green. It's a good idea. You know, in traditional Chinese medicine, every season relates to an organ and an energy. And there's a whole different, like every organ has a color, a smell, a taste, an element. And the springtime, which is the now time, is the liver time. And the liver color is green. Is it green? Now that I'm saying that. I want to say it's green, but it could be yellow, you know? I'm looking it up. The good old dome I have sometimes gets confused. But... We got to get that intern. We got to get that intern. Where is she? Or he? Yes, liver is the organ associated with spring. Yeah. Anyway, it's this whole big wheel and every color... Um, smell, element, taste. You learn this in like your first year of acupuncture school. So for me, this was uh, almost 10 years ago. So, you know, hard to retain a lot of that information. <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot of information. God, I don't remember the stuff from my grad school years. Um, but yes, well, anyway, th that was a great introduction though. So know, right? Look at um, that. yeah. Well, welcome everyone. Welcome back. Um, yeah. It's just us today. Mm -hmm. uh, we hope uh, that's okay with you. Um, <laughs> I always do that. Yeah, um, I hope that's okay. But people seem to listen, um, which is cool. Thanks for coming back. Thank you. Or watch, or watch. Hope you're you're watching that YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Ooh. Smash that subscribe button, as they say in YouTube parlance. Maybe I should like animate something here. I'll do that. You I'll totally do that. Do, that. do a little smash that subscribe button. Um, please comment and like. Yeah, be nice though. <laughs> Ideally, be nice. We've but a, like, a also, it's okay. it's okay. It's okay. Be it's honest. Okay. Let's be, be honest. honest. With us. Um, um, 
yeah, but we're we're happy you're back. We hope um, you know, welcome to springtime. I do want to say um a Aziz and Pesach um or a happy Passover and Easter and month of Ramadan. So it's the trifecta. This is quite a, a powerful big, time. It's a big vibe for the big cat in the sky. <laughs> Whoever, however it presents, it's a big time. I like big cat. I know. Well, I feel like it's kind of, you could picture it however you want, you know, just big cat in the sky. I'm into it. Yeah. I know. So does it usually not, I know that, Easter and Passover always parlayed together. Not Ramad- even. Not even. Because really? I always think it's the same or cl- close. I don't know. Yeah. Is it? It's not the same weekend, though. I guess. Well, okay. I'll go into it very briefly. Um, so, in in Christianity runs on the solar calendar. So uh, Easter is the same every year that we follow the Christian calendar. I mean, uh, mm. there's actually a very g- funny. I think it was Louis C.K., unfortunately, but um, there was a really funny bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Louis C.K. who <laughs> talked about like the different religions, and he's like, well, it's very clearly obvious who won that <laughs> contest. What year yeah. is it? 2022. So, um, but uh, yeah, so Christian calendar is solar, and then the Jewish calendar and the Islamic calendar are actually both lunar. The difference is with the Jewish calendar... We have like a leap month. Mm-hmm. So the Jewish calendar, even though it's lunar, it kind of stays on track with the solar calendar. Whereas, so there's like an additional month sometimes um, in the Jewish calendar, which is kind of wacky. The Islamic calendar, though, is just lunar. So it's like Ramadan can happen in the summer. The month of Ramadan can happen in the summer. It can happen in the winter. It can happen in the spring. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's all hitting now is quite unique. Um, right. It really, I, I, I don't know how often that happens, but it does not happen often. It's it's quite rare. Well, the Chinese calendar is also lunar. Mm, okay. Right? That's yeah. your territory. <laughs> well, I, th- I think, yeah, because we, the Chinese New Year is in January. Okay. Uh, I mean, no, February. What am I saying? And it's always in February. Yeah. 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 I mean, geez. Okay. So I get it. I get it. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty wild that everything's happening right now. Yeah. So we're celebrating Jesus's resurrection. Uh, We're celebrating the Jews being freed out of the land of Egypt. Um, And Ramadan is, uh, I actually just looked it up because I wasn't completely familiar with it. I knew about the, the fasting every day, but um, it's when Muhammad first received revelation. Um, so he received all of the um, the books of the Quran um, and all the other books before him. Huh. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was, I had my newsletter and it was during Easter time and I was trying to write about stuff and I was wondering where this like in you know, Christianity, there's a Easter eggs and bunnies and, you know, that symbology and where that comes from. And it's actually from um, more pagan times, uh, this goddess Brigitte. And Mm -hmm. she made some sort of deal with um, 
I forget which God it is, but essentially something about laying eggs and fertility comes Mm -hmm. into play. And so it's sort of the tradition of like Easter bunny comes from them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like fertile times. I mean, springtime also, you know. Yeah. Springtime. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And the Passover Seder plate has a bunch of different things on it. And one of them is an egg. And so that is one of many kinds of um, symbols that it represents in terms of spring, in terms of the cycle, the circle, you know, rebirth, all of that. So hopefully everyone is experiencing their own birth, even though according to astrology, we are experiencing a Pluto Capricorn situation. Yep. Pluto Cappy. Well, I mean, it's been there for a while, but yeah. now it's doing uh, conjunctions and such. Yes. Yeah, the astrological weather the last like few weeks has been pretty nutsy. Months. Yeah. God, this winter was wild. Like the Pisces situation that was happening, like emotional, like F, like crazy, crazy emotion. I know. And there was just a full moon also over the weekend. (laughs) Right. So a lot of vibes. A lot of vibes. A lot of vibes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been, I've told you that like for the past month now, I've been like being very disciplined about meditating. And honestly, it's obviously the best. (laughs) (laughs) That's the TLDR of it. Yeah. You know, I really, if everybody could just even five minutes, sometime in your day, just do it for five minutes. And what's happening to me is as follows. When things get wacky, Throughout the day, stresses arise. I have better coping mechanisms, I think, from the meditation where I can say, okay, this is happening. Let me just take a breath. And it just, I think it's a really interesting way to self-soothe as an adult in a positive way that feels so simple it's mind-blowing and i know you've been meditating i know i know i know but it's just wild that's awesome yeah yeah i mean you you were starting to sound like (laughs) (laughs) i i always my like meditation spiel spiel which by the way i'll i'm gonna do another meditation episode soon for those who um enjoy that uh, which is is really wonderful. We've been getting like a, a decent number of listens on that. So I I see you, uh, whoever you are, and I will continue doing it. I'm going to do a basics meditation episode next. I haven't yet, ironically. Um, but for the fourth meditation episode, I'll do a basics where I'm just going to go over the like basics of it. You know, just some like guiding themes and th- things to keep in mind when you. Um, meditate anyway but yes so like i do usually say like even five minutes even one minute um you know the the phrase that i've definitely said a number of times on this podcast is um i still love um i believe it was alan wallace who was my teacher's teacher you can look him up but he was a buddhist monk who 
worked with the Dalai Lama a bunch and um, is still around. And I believe he said that you can treat every breath as a meditation. And so it just shifts everything, you know? Yeah. And I loved your your reflection on it being a, a way for adults to self-soothe because I, I, I totally, totally feel that. Yeah. I mean, I... Because I think, you know, uh, as we age, we just... We still need to be soothed by something, even if you're 30, 40, 50, 70, you know, and like a lot of times, most of the times we look to our partners, our friends, our families to help us do that. And while that's wonderful and I think it's very important, but I, but I think there's something to the ability to comfort yourself and feel good and empowered and safe just by being and I mean, I just think it's invaluable. I mean, I know this is so obvious, <laughs> but it's it hasn't been, and even in my work, you know, like I talk about meditating, half of my treatments are meditations essentially of just being present in the body. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's just been a very big game changer for me. And now I like I got kind of excited. I like wake up and I'm like, hmm, gotta sit got on my it. little, gotta sit on my little block. I just got the chills. That's it. Like that, that, that I think we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago and I was like, are you hooked yet? Because that's what happens. It's like you want to do it. it, it yeah. It's not, you know, I, I think it's like anything, um, any kind of practice where I think the beginning is the hardest part. Uh, there's actually a Talmud, Talmudic saying of that where the beginnings are the hardest. Um, it's like these cycles where like, you know, um, when you're first creating that, like, I don't know, snowball or something, it just, it's hard to get it going. But once it starts going, there's internal momentum and you just are like intrinsically motivated. If I don't yeah. meditate, you know, there, I, I'm, I'm very consistent with my meditation, but there are days I'll take a, a break you know, here or there, I just won't meditate. I'll just be like, you know what? I'm not going to do it today. Or I'll, I'll just get carried carried into something else. Um, I feel it the next day. I'm like ready to go and feel like a little off center. Like I'm not completely in my body. Um, and you just kind of want want it. And it, yeah. it, it, it it's like vacation. I, I, I don't <laughs> even know how to like describe it. You really start to get to this place of like, Oh my God, it just feels so nice yeah. to just breathe and be still and like, you know, the thoughts come up and you let them go and you just go, oh yeah, I'm here, I'm breathing, it's all yeah. good. I mean, it's and I will amazing. say though, like, you know, like not every time I do it, it's easy breezy. Sometimes no. I'm like, okay, what time is it? You know, like, <laughs> what are we doing? But I would just say overall, you know, and it's only been a month. And I, and I also just feel like there's so much happening in our worlds and in our culture, society, all the things are happening and it's so, <clears throat> such a mixed bag Yeah. that I think what we, what really will help us carry through these times is how to, you know, support ourselves. And when we can do that, we can support our friends, our communities, you know, we really got to nourish our little vessels. A hundred percent. 
And that seems to also, I feel like that also aligns with the theme of this Pluto and Capricorn situation. So like this morning I listened to Christopher Renstrom on um, the Astrology Hub podcast. He did a weekly astrological review and it was really great. Um, and he basically talked about how we're in a, right now it's, it's what, April 18th, um, 2022. So their sun is in Mars and um, Capricorn is in Pluto. So there's a square happening there. And Sun and Mars is all about like warrior energy. And if you know Mars and that kind of stuff, and Sun is like ego and like out, out, outward. Um, so they, they kind of complement each other very well. And then Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth. And Capricorn is all about authority. Um, and so there's this, and it started in 2008, which was the last financial crisis and, Ooh, you know, yeah, yeah, Wall yeah, Street yeah, and yeah. all of these things. So that's what it was coming up for me was like, that was a huge, you know, upheaval in a lot of areas, particularly with like global capitalism and, and all that stuff. And so, um, uh, but this concept of like authority, who is the authority, right? And so just like bringing it back to this, this thing about meditation, mm-hmm. how it, it's almost like you, you go, oh, wait, I'm the authority, Right. It's important it's important to have authority figures in our lives like we need government and cooperation and leaders and that kind of stuff but ultimately who is the authority in your life? Yeah. I listened to maybe half of it and I also thought it was interesting how he brought up um the three fathers. Did you get to that point where there yeah. was the Leo father, which was uh, like supportive, right? And then the Capricorn father, who may have been um, absent, the dark, or the dark, the dark father. father. And yes. you know how much the, I loved that. I was like, Darth the Vader. dark lord. Um, but I didn't get to listen to the Aries one. But I thought that was also really interesting. And like, you know, for me, 2008 starting 2008 till nine it's been a rocky road as you know and um the i I, you know sometimes i wonder about because i had a lot of stuff with my mom happen but my mom was not a dad so i wonder like if there's aspects of like it does it i wish i would have listened further and like seen if there was some sort of like is the authoritative energy always like a masculine energy or maybe the feminine energy has a lot of the masculine. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, Yeah. I think it it probably just interacted with your chart differently. Um, Yeah. But I will tell you, I'm psyched for it to get out of my chart in 2023. I guess everybody is. Well, yeah. I mean, and you're also a cap, triple cap. So there's other stuff happening yeah. in your in your area for sure. You know, it's um, always so hard to hear about Capricorns because they just sound like they suck. <laughs> they like leaders. Da, da, da. But like, you know, I don't know. I think it's a very interesting, maybe I'm biased, but I do feel like Capricorns are kind of a misunderstood sign because I think they're actually kind of fun and no one really talks about how fun they are. Well, did you get to the part where he talks about like 
being a mountain goat and being fueled by fear. Yeah, hated yeah. that, but I was like, okay, maybe. Yeah. But you you're fueled by fear, you're at the same time scared and motivated by it. Right. So stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. I yeah, never it, I don't know much about I've never I haven't listened to many of his pods. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really good. I mean, I, I recommend listening to it, but basically the way it ends is he, he just talks about how, like, think about your relationship to authority. And he, he brings up with three archetypes. I guess his husband was or is a, a director of a ballet. So he talks about, like, ballet dancers and them kind of taking um, taking instruction. Um, you know, ballet is, is it's interesting. He, he said it's almost militaristic, um, ballet performers, because they really, like, you know, use their bodies to the brink um, and push their bodies to the edge and take, you know, take direction. And they all have to be like very much aligned and, you know, doing the parts exactly. So they take a lot of direction. And uh, his husband said there are three types of ballet dancers. There's the people who take the direction. They're like, yep, okay, I need to fix that. They're the people who take the direction and think it doesn't apply to them. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. And then they're the people who take direction and it just like destroys them. And ah. they're like, oh, I must be awful. And like, mm -hmm. it's all my fault. So the, those are like the archetypes he kind of goes through. And he says like, which which archetype do you fall into? Or maybe you fall into like a, a couple of them. Um, and just like think about your relationship to authority. So it was a nice little like prompt, I think, for... Yeah, think about your relationship to authority. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's an interesting to think. I mean, it's so it's different because if you think of it in all the different aspects of your life, right? You could have authority in like a work environment, in an interpersonal vibe, um, friends, family, family globally. Yeah, you know. Huh. Well, well, well. Well, 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 well. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's something I have to think about. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot too. It's and yeah, exactly. It, it 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 reflects differently depending on, you know, the different aspects of your life. And <clears throat> but I think it was a it was a good prompt. It was like okay, yeah, something to think about for sure. And then, and then, you know, how it's being challenged, um, kind of almost on every level as yeah, we enter I, the Aquarian age. I, the last thing I'll say about it, I was under also, I feel like he said your relationship to authority and what that meant in 20, 2008 and like what it is now. And that to me, I can resonate with a lot more and I have a clear like understanding of what that means and how that shifted. Totally. Um, but yeah. Do you have a lot of Aries in your chart? No. No. Do you have any Capricorn? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to look. No. I don't think sure. so. I don't think so. I'm a pretty airy fairy. You are an airy fairy, and I'm just like a little 
you know, snaky salamander. (laughs) But also kind of a dreamer. I would think I'm a little bit of a dreamer. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think so. Well, you're a mountain goat. You like getting to the heights. I like being high up. I was also trying to think of it in relation to hand analysis and the, you know, because power, the ultimate power in your finger is your index finger, your Jupiter finger. And that's all about power and authority. Um, Mm. But Jupiter in astrology is different than Pluto, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't really... I was trying to find a way for it mm. to overlay, but I don't think it totally works. Yeah, because Saturn is what rules Capricorn. Yeah. They're the buddies. You know, Winslow, we might need to cut this out because I can't remember the name of the book. Okay. But it was about like reframing how we look at Saturn. And instead of being this like chromogeny, Chronos terrifying time dictator. It was change reframing it to think of Saturn as your ally, meaning like mm-hmm. you, if we didn't have these like structures in place, like we wouldn't evolve, we wouldn't grow and change. So it sort of like creates these, you know, boxes, but like, you know, invisible boxes that you can like move into, grow out of. Huh, I feel like Saturn just gets a lot of guff. Yeah, no, I've, I think that's a great reflection. Yeah, for what yeah. it's called. It's, it. it's important to have structure. Yeah, I think so. You can't be willy-nilly. And like, that's, you know, that's something that um, I feel like we talk a, a lot about in our in, on the pod. Like, I think there's there's a tendency, particularly with people who are spiritually inclined or like, interested in these kinds of esoteric, I'm air quoting here, esoteric um, modalities where you can, and I'm speaking as someone who's airy-fairy, as I said earlier, like you can really get out there and you can really like lose yourself Mm -hmm. and not be embodied. And it's kind of been a common theme for us where it's like, your body's important. You are incarnated as much as maybe you don't want to be or it's super fascinating and fun and exhilarating to have these like out of experiences or, you know, uh, psychedelic experiences even. Um, but you need your body. Yeah. You know, like we are incarnated and, and we're here right now. This is the earth we're on and um, we all have a role to play. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Saturn's really pretty. I I don't know why, but you know, when I was a kid, I was always fascinated with space, and I loved Saturn. Like it, it's, it's like the, the coolest planet. It's like marbly, right? Well, it's marbly, but it has like I don't was it like seventy seven rings? Like it's it's mm. just those rings are amazing, right? There's yeah. a couple. Of, I think Uranus has like a thin ring, but like Saturn. The whole point is Saturn. I don't know if you've ever seen Saturn in a telescope, by the way, which is no wacko. Like it's amazing. <laughs> when I was in college, I was I'm so happy I did this. But like, um, we took a, cl- a class where we we went to the top of this was at Boston University. For those who are familiar, but at the top of this, the Arts and Sciences Building, 
there's just like tiny telescopes. There's nothing crazy. You could, you could probably just buy it on, online if you wanted, um, get a telescope. But when you look at Saturn through a telescope and you see the rings, it's just like wild. Wow. That there's like a thing that huge. And these rings are like, God knows how large, like, you know, it's a massive planet. It's the second largest planet after Jupiter. So um, it's just a beautiful, I find very like elegant planet. Well, I, I mean, it tracks for Saturn, you know? Yeah. It's big. It's like, it's refined, maybe. It is. You know, it, it likes that. It likes the structure, the organization. Um, yeah, it's just very interesting. Kronos, you know, father time. Father time. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well... I don't know. I think all we can do is just kind of be present with all these things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just back to what you're saying about meditation, I think it's such a crucial part of it all. Like, I don't know. it, And it really does shift you in like the yeah. best ways. In the best ways. I do, you know, I know people are like, well, you know, for me running is my meditation and or my exercise is my meditation and like while <laughs> while i'm like okay yes sure i do think there is a really big big difference between sitting in silence or maybe some sort of guided meditation that it's a different kind of clarity because i like exercise and sweating you know but it's a different kind of vibe. I, I just, and I know that might ruffle some feathers, but just maybe give it a go. Give it a two minute time. See, you know? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, because ultimately, like, I think that's another part of it is, you know, the only, I've said this before, but like the only reason I got into meditation was because things got really bad yeah. for me. You know, and I needed meditation. And that I think that happens a lot for people where you and maybe that's kind of plutonic, um, where, you know, if you're comfortable and things are going well, like you don't want to change, you know, like you don't want to shift. And then things happen in your life where it pushes you to shift. Um, so like with meditation, I I often don't like I, I mean, I'm more than happy to talk about it and talk about the benefits of it, but I don't like push people because um, I think it's a hard thing to motivate externally. Like it's a really, it has to come intrinsically at, at some point, you know? Yeah. Okay. But I will add like with all the people that I'm seeing these days and the world being very anxiety producing, and scary and a lot of people are looking to feel safer and better it's not a push but i do think it's akin to brushing your teeth and i use I, that metaphor all the time by the really? way it's weird that you yeah. never said it to me i might have but that's that's kind of wild that yes it's totally brushing your teeth so like yeah, I don't want to make someone brush their teeth, but I also don't want your teeth to fall out. Like, and I think it's kind of the same with 
you know, I mean, I've been like meditating for a month and I'm like, listen, (laughs) but listen, I I just, I think if you want to feel good in the bod, good in your head, you know, it's like with a lot of my work, you know, people are like, come to get treatments and we have a nice time. And I'm like, but you know, there's more to do than just the treatment room. And our lives are vibrational, you know? And so why not? I don't know. I get what you're saying, but I guess I'm, I would be more pushy maybe as a Capricorn. (laughs) (laughs) And we've come full circle. Full circle back on track. Yeah. Yeah. And to your point about, about sitting versus other meditative practices, I agree. I absolutely agree. I mean, it's different. It's, it's, it's totally different. Um, and I think they all have their own benefits. But yes, I do think sitting still and just focusing on your breath uh, for you know a dedicated period of time really will shift you in unbelievable ways. And yeah. and I totally use the the teeth, um, uh, the brushing teeth uh, analogy, or like um, I also use like flossing. So it's like it's like mental flossing. It's like you're kind of clearing out all the like clutter and gunk that just like builds up over time that you just get inundated with so much bullshit over and over again. You just every time you look at your phone, it's just like ingesting, ingesting, ingesting. And you gotta clear that out of your system, you know? Yeah. Um not only that, but like just energetically. And I think that's at least in my experience, when you start to meditate, that's when you start to get more energetically sensitive and then you can start to even go deeper and you start to go oh i'm i'm now like seeing things that i you know ingested maybe from authority figures or other people that you know are deeper inside and like that i need to clear that out and then you can get into courting stuff where you know your visualization practice gets better and you have more focus because you've been practicing on focusing and taking the time to focus so yeah i mean you know it's simple and i think that's what's like that's what's it's so um bizarre you know because we're so complicated we make everything so complicated so like this might be like boring to some people but like yeah it good Let's People, like yeah. demystify a bit, you know. Yeah, I think it's uh, kind of what I was saying earlier too. It's a tr- it, there's something attractive about like let's take ayahuasca or like let's do like a vision quest, and it it feels so like sexy and like exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a certain point, it's like that's limited. And well, um, yeah, and then I think, yeah, and I think uh, oh. I don't know. I, I also think you can tap into some real heavy stuff without really being prepared um, if you're right, going right, to tap right. into that stuff. But yeah, it's way more fun to like trip <laughs> in the woods, in the desert, you know, than like sitting in a, like a little pillow in your apartment. <laughs> but yeah. I think in the long run, I don't know. I will also say, um, I won't reveal too much, but I will say that, like, you know, I've had some experiences with drugs. We've had a, a an, an episode about that. I will say, like, having a meditation practice helps with 
if you do, you know, I, I, I'm not saying like, well, I shouldn't condone drugs on, uh, publicly, but you know, do what you want to do, but like it, it, it will help. Yeah. And it well, does you'll be help. Ready. You'll be way more ready if you can, you know, if you're freaking out to like go back into the breath yeah. and just like find your body again. I yeah, mean, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. true. It's like, it's not sexy. It's not mm-hmm. cool. It's not exciting. But the flip side is it's free. <laughs> you don't have to pay anyone. You know, like if you're interested in doing it, I'm offering free, you know, this podcast is free. You could, you could go anywhere and just look up, you know, the, the, um, the app I love. If, if people are listening right now and, and are like, shit, I should really start meditating. The app that I love a lot is Insight Timer. So yeah, so what's cool about Insight Timer is it has different um, different bells um, that are really wonderful. Um, that I don't know, as someone who's like into audio, I like playing around with the different bells. They have like wood blocks and stuff. So there's like a whole assortment of that. But what's even better and probably more useful for most people listening right now is there's a ton of a ton of meditation like offerings on the app Mm. guided meditation tons of teachers on there so if you're interested in in getting into it i think inside timer is great i know some people like headspace which is really cool it was founded by a guy who you know um studied uh buddhism for a really long time and decided to offer that um so i've heard good things about headspace but it's easy and it's basically free. Yeah. I listen to binaural beats, binaural sounds. There That's you go. it. And I set a timer on my phone. Where are you are you finding those on like YouTube? I I I put them on a lot in the treatment room. And so I have like a couple playlists and I'll just start a playlist up and then I'll just put on a timer and just do that. And then it's that's what it is. Can we share those playlists with people? Yeah. I mean, I didn't make them. Spotify made them. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Can, we'll yeah. link those. We'll yeah, link they're those amazing. They're very cool. Do you want to... I feel we might have spoken about it in another episode, but do you want to just explain what binaural... Oh, so binaural sounds are basically different types of waves. Alpha waves, beta waves... And these waves, essentially, when you're the frequency will allow you to enter, I believe, a gamma state. And that's um, very restful. It's like what we do when we sleep. So listening to the sounds allows you to vibrationally enter these different states um, neurologically. And it's kind of the basis of when you get into hypnosis. So you can kind of listen to the sounds. I mean, I just listen and focus. Sometimes I do a visualization and just breathe. And, you know, I do really, it does change the physiological feeling in the body. Mm -hmm. So, and there's also, I think, brown, brown. It's like the same kind of concept as like white noise and brown noise. Mm -hmm. But I like the waves, beta waves. Gamma rate, and then there's like delta, lots of different kinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as I I know, like I think beta waves are like 
the usually what people are in where it's like ego processing where you're mm. kind of just like always looking ahead and planning and you're like it's it's almost like not even being present it's like kind of like ahead always like forecasting alpha waves are being present um and then gamma is like a deeper kind of presence mm-hmm. um and i remember um Bashar, Daryl, uh, Anka talked about when he channels, they've done tests. They, they've, he's actually had like neurological tests done while he channels and he goes, I believe, into delta waves. Mm, that sounds familiar. Yeah. And so... it's like a really, um, I, I, he, he was like, the neuroscientists were kind of freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> they're like that like only happens when you're in like really deep meditation or like so it was like almost physiological proof that he's like entering some different mental state um yeah which is really wild yeah um so i'll share those um and awesome. and the playlists are so you can see the different um frequencies and waves that they'll play cool oh, i want to yeah. check this out yeah it's really cool and some of them are, yeah, you'll see. They're, it's cool. It's very All cool. right. So we'll add that to the show description. Don't Boom, forget boom. to like and subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, meditation. Well, I I feel really good about um, this app. I hope, yeah. I hope people got some nice little tidbits out of it. And yeah, if you haven't meditated, just try it out. Try it out. There's yeah. nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Just a minute, you know? See what happens. But also, if you don't want to, that's fine, obviously. But can't it force could be it. Cool. Yeah. It could be cool. It could be cool. Um, so, yeah. Well, it was so, I'm so glad we got to have a little solo time. Yeah. One on one, just Gavin, the gals Gavin. Absolutely. Absolutely. We talked about our cat our cat god, Lord and Savior. <laughs> the big cat in the sky. Big cat in the sky. Yeah. Um a little astrological stuff, a little spring stuff. Yeah. Green. Green. Wearing green shirts. Love it. Love it. Love it. And meditation. I mean, you know, just the basics. Just the basics. But yeah. But well, we have some cool stuff coming up, some interesting guests. So, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stick around. Stick with us, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. We haven't done a, a, a practice. We haven't a done while. a practice. I mean, but we just talked about one for like 40 minutes. That's what I was just thinking. Check out check out Celine's binaural audio playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it a go. And let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're wishing everyone a wonderful spring and um, don't forget to breathe and we'll see you all on the next pod. Bye. Bye. Bye.